And our spiritual law of nature today that um, Alex shared on YouTube, hopefully those of you on the call today were able to see that, is um, what's, okay, what's the big deal about sin? Is that it, Alex? That's it, believe it or not. Okay, Alex. Well, we do have a couple questions um, that were posted on YouTube that you could address. But um, um, if anyone here on the call today has a question or comment for Alex regarding that, you can press start to on your phone, and that's going to raise your hand, or you can type in your question uh, in the field if you're on the web, and I can read that to Alex. So um, before, while we're waiting for any hands to come up, Alex, do you have anything you want to say? Yeah, let me just give the overview, and, and hopefully you've watched the uh, video. If not, you, uh, I would recommend you go back and watch it. This is actually something I'm not sure if I've ever taught it before, even though I've done a lot of work with it with uh, clients I worked with. Um, everyone knows that word sin, S-I-N. For some people, it's a uh, four-letter word, not a three-letter word, if you know what I mean. Um some of us were beaten to death with it as a child growing up. Uh, some of us, uh, some don't, don't believe in it anymore. They don't live their life that way because it was so painful and they see it harming people and all that sort of thing. And there's, you know, I can sympathize with almost every one of those views, uh, especially the being beaten up with it and trying to get away from that once I grew up. But the, the word sin really just means to miss the mark, to uh, make a mistake, okay? And um, uh, I've taught a lot about, uh, you know, I, I do not practice anymore what I grew up being taught. Uh, I run from religion and have for years. took me decades to recover from my religious upbringing. I still have something pop up every once in a while that uh, is kind of like a stabbing me in the side. Oh, man, that hurts, you know, and it reminds me of all that growing up stuff. And uh, today I believe in, you know, this incredible thing called grace, where um, if we if we mess up, if we sin, it, it's already been paid for before we ever even do it. And uh, the mess up I'll have tomorrow and five years from now and ten years from now has already been paid for before I even do it. And think about it. Nothing has to be paid for twice, okay? If it's already been paid for, then that doesn't even belong to me. It belongs to the person who paid for it, which is not me, okay? So even when I do that, tomorrow, five years, ten years down the road, that, that mistake is not written under my name if I'm right with God, okay? And I believe that a thousand percent today. And, man, what an in incredible, uh, freeing, love, joy, peace kind of a system is that. It's unbelievable. It really is. That, and, in fact, it, 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 you almost can't get your head around it to understand it. It just doesn't make sense because nothing on earth works that way. Everything on earth is action-reaction. Well, this is not action-reaction. This is action, and it's already been taken care of. The result's already been taken care of, okay? And, man, 
that is the most wonderful thing there could ever be or even imagined in my book. But there's still the issue of, okay, but I, I, I believe in grace, and I think I'm right with God, but my life isn't so great. I mean, I still have all these problems, and I'm having health problems and relationship problems and, uh, you know, all kinds of other stuff. So if everything was love, joy, and peace, as long as I'm right with God, then how come I'm not experiencing that? Well, I would say most likely it's because of sin or mess-ups. And the wonderful thing with grace is there, there's – and if you go back to some of the YouTube videos, I explain all of this in detail. But there's two systems of right and wrong. In one system, uh, the natural law system, if I do good, I get good. If I do bad, I get bad. Okay? And so every time I do good, I get a check mark. Every time I do bad, I get an X mark. Okay? But under the system of grace, if I do good, I get good. But if I do bad, I still get good, guaranteed, long-term. But the, the key there is long-term. The problem is I still live in a physical body that works by natural law. So even if I'm committed to living in the spiritual, which I believe everybody should prioritize the spiritual in their life, okay, which includes relationships, and the inward state of your heart, which is kind of your unconscious and subconscious, okay, and even though you're committed to that and live that way, if you do not make the 10 to 50 decisions every single day doing what you believe is right and best for you to do, Every time you do that, it will punch your stress button. A stress test, a lie detector test is a stress test, plain and simple. That's why it's not admissible in court, because uh, the policeman is thinking you're stressed because you robbed the house, but you're stressed just because you're in a police station taking this test, and on the basis of the test, they might put you in jail. So you could have not remotely robbed the house, but your stress is spiked, and so the policeman thinks you're guilty and robbed the house when you didn't, okay? A stress test, a, a, a lie detector test is a stress test. So anytime we are not honest with ourselves, anytime we're not truthful with ourselves, it spikes your stress. What does that mean? It means when I get up in the morning and Hope and I both get to the shower at the same time, that, and I have this voice in my head, or maybe it's my conscience, or maybe it's what Dr. Bruce Lipton calls the vibe, and I think, oh, I should let Hope shower first so she doesn't have to wait on me. Well, but is that what I do? So do I say, oh, honey, you go ahead. I'll wait on you. Or do I kindly 
and, and kindly, mainly so I can get my way, do I kindly say, honey, I'm late for work. Would you mind if I go first? Well, if I do the second one, believing I should have let her go first, I'm not being truthful with myself. I'm not doing what I believe was the best right thing for me to do at that time and in that situation, so it punches my stress button. Now, how long am I in stress from that? 15 minutes to an hour, hour and a half probably, unless it really bothers me a lot, which probably doesn't. Well, then I'm out of the shower, and I'm headed to the kitchen, and the trash is overflowing. And I think, ah, I should take out the trash. Hope doesn't like to take out the trash. It's overflowing, but I'm still running late. If I decide not to take out the trash, I've just punched my stress button again. Get out in traffic, and somebody's trying to uh, to get into the lane, okay, asking if they can come into the lane. So do I let them in, or do I pull up really close to the car behind me and refuse to look at them and not let them in because I'm already late? Well, if I do that, believing I should have let them in, I punch my stress button again. And most people I know, even who are committed to living in love, who are committed to being right with God, do not obey their conscience or the vibe, whatever you want to call that, whenever they feel those things. And, and, and with most people, and it, and it has been with me for, for over the years too, it's basically a coin flip. About half the time I'll do it, about half the time I won't. Oh, I should go wash the car. Probably not going to do that one. That's probably 10, 10% do it, 90% don't. But the, I think you get the point. The point is if you believe what is right for you, right and best for you to do at a certain time in this, and in a certain situation and you do not do that, you choose to do something else, you just punch your stress button. So even for people who are committed to love, very often they are killing every single day because they go through their day punching their stress button 10 to 50 times a day because they are violating their conscience or the vibe or what they believe is best and right for them to do or not do in a certain situation, okay? And um, so this is sort of almost like a secret hidden killer because most people think, well, I'm either, I'm either saved or I'm not. I'm either a good person or I'm not. Well, that may be true that you're saved. It may be true that you're a good person and, and, that, and that those mess-ups are paid for before you ever even do them, and you're guaranteed to get good long-term, but you're killing every single day by violating what you believe is right and best in that situation. So what's the big deal about sin? That was the title of it. It is a very big deal, and this is why. Not because you're going to be lost if you do something. Not because God's going to strike you down. 
Not because if you don't believe in God, not because there's going to be some terrible, horrible, worldwide catastrophe if you don't do it, but every time you violate, every time you're dishonest and not truthful with yourself, you're punching your stress button just like that lie detector test. So, um, and if you're doing that 10, 15 times a day, you're basically in stress the whole day. So that, for so many people, is why they're committed to love, but they're not really having the, the love, joy, peace, living their best life experience because they're killing every day with these seemingly little sins or maybe not even sins, just choices. Okay? So that's the that's this spiritual law and it is an absolutely crucial one. And I've seen people who have tried all kinds of things for 20, 30 years who really wrap their head around this and within one week of starting to do what they believe they should do about the little things, their whole life had shifted around tremendously. And I've seen it more than once. I've seen it a number of times. And that that's kind of what happened to me as well. So um, this can be a really big deal. Now, some of you are going to ask about perfectionism, okay? I'm not talking about perfectionism. Perfectionism is not love-based. That's fear-based, okay, and, and judgmental, okay? Judgment is not on the love side. It's on the fear side. And the judging is to see – uh, is to gauge worth and value, inferiority or superiority, okay? So if you're a perfectionist, you, you may have to get that fixed first before this uh, really works for you because right now everything, every choice seems like a have to, okay? And, and of course, you can't keep up. You can't do that. Hope was a blazing perfectionist uh, the first number of years of our life. So, but, so that's, that's um, a different kind of kettle of fish. Um, and, and, the, and the perfectionist needs to become committed to love. And that's what should greatly help with that perfectionism. And then see all these little things not as, as heaven or hell, not as saved or unsaved, not as good or bad, but just the way I need to live to work in harmony with this physical body I'm in so that I can start to every day experience more love, joy, peace, and hopefully, eventually, my best possible life in every way. And um, I started talking at the very first of the Healing Codes almost 20 years ago. In fact, I was teaching it before the Healing Codes a thing called conscious conflict, all right? And that's basically what this is. It's, it's acting in a way that violates your conscience, even if it's a, a small thing. Now, taking out the garbage, that's not a big thing. I mean, Hope and I aren't going to get divorced over that. She's not going to yell at me about that. It, it's, it's not a big deal. It's probably not a sin. It's a choice. But I still in me have a, 
I should take the garbage out for her. And when I have that, no matter what you call it, if I go against it, I'm pushing my stress switch. So that's it for me, Johanna. And um, we can do questions or whatever. I've, I do need to leave at the bottom of the hour today, though. I've got a, a conference I've got to get to. Okay, very good. Well, if you have any questions, anyone on the on the line right now or comments, please raise your hand by pressing star 2. Star 2 on your phone is going to raise your hand, and you'll be able to ask Alex a question, make a comment. Um, we had two questions coming in. I think you answered the one um, you may have answered both of them, Alex. Um, did you have a chance to read those that I sent to you, or did you just happen to address them? Yeah, I, I've tried to address those, but if I've not done enough, then, you know, ask it again or whatever. No, I, I thought you did really well. So, um, okay, we have two hands up. Let me go ahead and um, unmute one of the lines. Okay, this is um, Glenn in California. 1664 is your phone number, and I've opened your line. Go ahead, Glenn. Hi, Johanna. Hi, Dr. Alex. How are you guys doing today? Hey, great. How are you? Good. Doing wonderful. Thank you. Great, great topic today. And Thanks. I wanted to ask you, I, I, want, I wanted to ask you about the stress switch because it seems that that stress switch gets triggered sometimes automatically and, and we're not even aware of it until it's already been activated. And yet right. the process that you, you mentioned is is like a, like a contemplation. Well, is this the right thing to do? Is that not the right thing to do? And sometimes while you're doing that, the stress switch already gets activated. Is there a way to be able to stay in a higher vibration energetically so that the stress situation doesn't get triggered automatically? Well, I think, um, yeah, and that's a great question. And I think there's several things you can do. One is another teaching I've, I've done, uh, turn everything into a prayer. Like anytime you have a negative thought or feeling, don't let that thing just go and do what it wants to do. Grab it and turn it into a prayer. Uh, don't change any of the words. If you're cussing, cuss the prayer. I mean, God already knows what you're thinking anyway, all right? Uh, but ask for help with that. So I think that's a big thing. Another thing that is uh, uh, that you can do that I think will help a lot is activating your vagus nerve. And I think in a week or two, the teaching is going to be about how you do that and uh, how much that can benefit your stress paradigm, and it's very, very simple to do. Uh, but we'll be talking about that in a week or two. But you can Google that and start it now. I mean, there's easy instructions on the Internet how to do that, and that can lower your stress. The other thing is to, um, is to have as your intention. I mean, pray about it, but almost, almost just have a conversation with your heart and say, okay, okay. It is my intention to, as best I can, do what I believe is right and best in the time and situation that I'm in. Um, so please don't go ahead and push my stress switch because I've ignored this for 40 years and 
known what I should do, but gone and done the other thing just because that's what I wanted to do. Okay, I didn't want to wash the car. I didn't want to take out the garbage. I didn't want to do that. So I'm doing what I want to do. I, I'm going to try to change from that. So please heal that that um, way of doing things that is programmed into me for 40 years of doing it that way, and give me a little bit of grace to try to determine, you know, what the best choice is in that situation before you punch the stress switch. I think I think I think so many people we've become so programmed to at least 50% of the time, maybe more, not do what we believe we should do. That it's kind of like, you know, there's this uh guy in control of our heart, which is the unsubconscious mind, generational, all that, the part we don't know about. He he's sitting up there in the in the control seat and, you know, that garbage can is coming up in about five seconds, but he already knows what I'm going to do because I've done it for 40 years. So he goes ahead and punches it. And sure enough, that is what I would have done. But this is sort of a, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm recalibrating here. And I'm going to start as best I can, and it may take me a good while to work against my own programming here, but as best I can... I'm going to start trying to do what I believe is right and best in the situation. So please back off the stress switch a little bit and give me a chance to make the right choice before that gets punched. And and I believe that will happen, and I believe it will happen more and more as you choose more and more that right, best situation for you. Beautiful. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. There's there's this part of us that we know we should do something. It's time to do this, time to work out, time to go to, to do our paperwork and stuff. And there's this part of it to say, no. I yeah, that's right. That's it. right. Yeah. And, and, and when you say no, maybe it's already been pushed because the little guy in your heart knew you were going to say no. Well, okay. We're having a meeting now, and we're changing all that. And I'm going to try to start doing what I believe is right at the time. So please back off the stress switch at least until I actually make the wrong choice. And, and I believe that will start happening. I mean, I've done that myself when I first started trying to live this stuff. And it didn't mean it happened overnight, but it happened pretty quick. Is it, is it like developing a muscle? Something yeah, like, yeah, uh, that's a, a good muscle? example. Yeah, that's a good example. Or, you know, a little kid learning how to walk. You know, they fall down a thousand times, and then a thousand and one, they walk, and we take pictures and start yelling and all that. But you take any one of those thousand falls away, and they would have never learned how to how to walk. They needed all of those. Wow. I love that. I love that, that this and staying in prayer. That, that's great. It will help me great today. Dr. Alex, thank you very much. Thank you. God bless. All okay, right. Johanna, I've got about six minutes. Okay, well, we'll see if we can keep it short. I think this is Marilyn. I'm going to unmute your line, 5870. Good morning. Yes, it is. This is Hi, Marilyn. Alex. 
Good morning. It's not so much a question. It's more, this is what you're talking about when you say, when you commit yourself to love, but you never get it right. That's right. That's right. That's what I thought. Yes. Okay. Yeah. This makes that clearer for me because I never could understand why I couldn't get it right. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and in my experience, this is what it is. You're, you're in conflict with your own conscience, which hmm. creates internal stress. Thank you. Yeah, I'm short today. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Well, thank you, Marilyn. Love you. Thank you. Bye. All right. So, Alice, we don't have any other hands up. All right. Well, I'm going to slide to my other meeting. I love you, Johanna. I love you, everybody. Bye-bye.